I said, no, there was going to be trouble. One ballroom represented by 50 states of beautiful black women. And I was really bored. So when I was invited as a guest in the Indiana Black Expo, I jumped at the opportunity. I had no idea this one decision would once again change the course of my life. Now, there was a lot of things I could have gone to prison for at this time, but this wasn't one of them. Although I understood the seriousness of the case, I really believed that justice would prevail and that the evidence would exonerate me. However, I was convicted before the trial even started. I really want to go back and read the transcripts about my case and find out what really happened. Because I don't understand how I was facing 63 years, check this out, and only did three years of a 10-year sentence that Judge Patricia Gifford, known as the hanging judge, who I had as a judge, of course, dropped four years off my sentence. Now, what black man you know got convicted of rape in the state of Indiana and only got three years, okay? It wasn't like I had a hell of a lawyer. I could have did better with Joe Pesci and Cousin Vinny, okay? Um, my brother Don King, yuck, 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 on in America, you. He hired um, Vincent Fuller, a tax attorney, for my defense. No, you're not listening to me. Balcony, a tax, a tax attorney. Um, I didn't have tax problems back then. I need his ass now. You know, and I was just saying, um, I'm tired of living as a sex offender, and I have to register wherever I go. My kids are at an age where they ask questions, and I want to have better answers for them. And well, really, I need better answers for myself. And I also want to make this point that wasn't argued in court that could have exonerated me. Now, I know rape's a serious thing, and I know things happen in life, but this wasn't the first time Desiree Washington claimed that somebody raped her. There was another incident right before my case. And I don't know the odds of this happening twice to the same person in a short period of time. I did not rape Desiree Washington. That's all I have to say about this. So I went to prison for something I didn't do. But it turned out to be a blessing. It was the first time in my life I was able to be still. And it was a freedom that came with that. Now, hold up. I'm not recommending anybody go into prison to get any kind of freedom or anything, okay? Welcome to the Conquer Life Podcast, hosted by the coolest dynamic duo husband and wife team since Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv, Corey and Topanga, and even George and Weezy. Bringing you life experience, knowledge, wisdom, and insight to help you in your own life journey. This is the Conquer Life Podcast with Trey and Autumn Hollis. Episode 29, our top five lessons from Iron Mike Tyson. Based on the film, Mike Tyson, Undisputed Truth. Welcome to episode 29. And this is a twofer week, so you might want to go back and listen to episode 28. Or not. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Listen to it. Listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 29, our top five lessons from Iron Mike Tyson. Um, that intro clip was a clip from Mike Tyson, Undisputed Truth, uh, filmed by Spike Lee. 
And if you haven't seen it, you, it, well, I'm not going to say that you have to watch it. I mean, you might not like Mike Tyson. Um, but if you do like Mike Tyson, then check it out. Check it out. It's He gets very, very intimate and tells a lot about his life. In fact, basically, A to Z. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, to me, it was really powerful. Hence, that's the reason for us doing this episode. And um, we're going to skip highs this week and just jump yeah. right into this. Or, well, I say this week, this episode. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and dive into this and, and keep this one short and concise. And um, let's kick it off. Number five. Ready? Number five. Have fun and have a sense of humor. Don't be afraid to laugh at yourself. Yes. I saw that so clearly with him. I, you know, I have to be honest. I knew him as a fighter, um, and you know the jokes back and forth. But I really didn't know much about him. So being able to watch it and not be um, expecting too much humor from him. Yeah, right. It it, it kind of it, it kind of surprised me. You know, he he is very comedic. His his delivery on just his stories and everything that he he shares is 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 good. Good content, but yeah. The laughing parts just got me. Yeah. Yeah. He is a to me, I personally see him as a master storyteller. And the way that he tells these stories, I mean, it's just, it's, they're, they're hilarious. And see, the thing is, though, as far as life goes, have fun and a sense of humor. I mean, he, he, he pokes fun at himself. He talks about his speech impediment. Um, you know, he talks about the crazy things that he did. And, and as, as, as I'm watching this, I'm listening to the crowd laughing and, and, uh, and I'm just thinking, like, wow. You know, on one side of this, you could almost think that this was a stand-up comedic routine. Yeah. But it wasn't. He, he just, he, he has a way of drawing people in and, and being funny. And if you've seen him in some movies, you know, he's a funny guy. Um, he even has a cartoon on, on Adult Swim. You know, uh, Mike Tyson's Mysteries, and it's like a, a knockoff <laughs> Scooby Doo or something. It's 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 you know I've actually DVR'd quite a few of those episodes, and and they're hilarious. Well, I um, think it's it's good but, to see a different side of him, or or what has been not been portrayed by the media, so to speak. You know, unless you have years of involvement with him or 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 know him personally, you don't get to see this too much. And so it was nice to be able to watch and be able to hear a story, but as well, you know, just see how funny he is. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's a funny, funny guy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, relating this to our own lives, it's okay to be funny. It's okay to have a sense of humor. You know, don't take yourself so seriously. Laugh a little. Poke fun at yourself. We all have these funny quirks about us that we can, we can, you know, <laughs> kind of, kind of uh, put out there and put forth, and and give people a good chuckle. I use dorky words like chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> <You should do. laughs> Who uses that word? 
you know, um, it's, it's, this, these are important things. And, and as we progress in life and we, we, you know, the older we get, we learn to, to just stop and breathe and, and have a good laugh. Indeed. Number four? Number four. All right. The good, the bad, the ugly, share it all. Vulnerability and authenticity. This was very clear to me through the whole, through the whole um, film. And I just, I was taken aback really on on how well his stories came across, how funny he was, but how willing he was to put himself out there and say, here's what it is. And because he was so honest from the get-go, it it really gave me a perception of, okay, now I can see why he took, you know, certain steps throughout the course of his career and where he came from. And you can kind of make a connection or have that empathy and understanding, you know, of who he is and why he is the way he is and how he's evolved. So it's it's a great thing to be able to do so. If you're sharing it, you know, people can learn so much more about you and understand you so much more. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as you heard from the introduction, the, the clip from the intro, I mean, that was he was talking about um, the case that led up to, to, to his imprisonment, the rape case and everything, and... You know, he doesn't hold back any punches, no pun intended. You know, he tells it like it happened from his perspective. Um, it, it, it's something, this is something for all of us, you know. This is how you relate to people. Not everybody is going to like the bad parts or the ugly parts. But then there are going to be those whom you build a connection with because of the the bad and the ugly parts. And of course, the good parts. I mean, take me for example. Yeah, I've been in prison too. I, I wasn't like, I didn't like, you know, do years and stuff. I did some months on, on some petty, stupid decision, you know, and choice making that I made. You know, I own those decisions. I take responsibility for those things. But as I've grown and learned since that time, it's okay to let that out. I don't have to hide that under a rock and, oh my gosh, what are people going to think about me? Because I really don't care. Because I'm confident in who I am today. My wife still loves me. Yes, I do. 18 years. <laughs> so, so, you know, don't be afraid to, 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 to put some of the bad and ugly out there you know because the truth is the truth and 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 being vulnerable and and being authentic that takes guts that takes something from deep within to share those things and and you know what the mo the, the majority of people will respect you for it yeah you know? because there, there's at that point <clears throat> there's nothing to hide um, and, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of goal to be able to do so. Mm -hmm. But how much more can you connect with people? And, exactly. and, and that's the whole point. Because you know how many, how many people out there that are going through a similar situation, they don't know what to do. And if people were more willing to share the bad and the ugly, they could, they could be able to connect and say, you know what, you're not alone. Exactly. Exactly. Number three? Number three. You want to do this one? 
have at least that one person, mentor, that you can fully trust to be your guide. And for Mike Tyson, it was Constantine Customato. That was his trainer. And, uh, you know, I did a little bit of background research on, on Cuss. I mean, uh, Cuss, golly, he was born in 1908. He passed in 1985, and that shook up Mike. But Mike considered him his, his real father. And, you know, throughout the, the, the film, uh, you'll, you'll hear him referring to Cuss, you know, because that's where, that's where he got his, his guidance from. You know, and and of course, you know, with life being a celebrity, being a boxer, you know, Mike got caught up in a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, he still had a foundation, a fundamental foundation that was given to him from Cuss. And I think that we as individuals, we have to have that one person that we can we can accept guidance from. And that doesn't mean we have to take all of their advice and, and suggestions and, and things like that because they are just that, suggestions. Um, because at the end, you know, ultimately it's our life, it's our personal decisions, things like that, that will make up the course of our life and our time here on earth. But it, it is a good thing to find that one person or mentor or coach or someone that you can confide in, who can give you sound suggestions and advice to help you on this journey called life. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much more value rather than going a journey alone. When you have some guidance and some foundation, you know, laid on that, it can really get you through the tough times. It can really shape and mold you in, in, into where you want to be. Mm-hmm. rather than just <clears throat> trying to single-handedly to try to figure it out because you might not get there without that help. So it's be, be open to it. You have to. Exactly, exactly. Number two. Get back up. <laughs> Never count yourself out. You get know, up. Get up. It's a, it's a big one. You know, it's, 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 life is a constant journey and a struggle for, for anything that you're going to pursue or go after. But you have to always have to be ready to fight and ready to go, and and no matter what comes against you. Hey, the man went to prison. His life, you know, life knocked him on his ass. Not just in the ring, but life. And he didn't just fade away after that. Oh, he he didn't die in the self pity. You know, my life. No, he got back up. He, in fact, he continued to fight after that. But even after, you know, and of course he lost to James Buster Douglas and, and Holyfield and, you know, and, and that's going to happen, you know. But he didn't let these things deter his life. And after he retired from the ring and hung up his gloves, he found something else to do. He was good at, at being the actor. Now, that doesn't mean that he was like a prolific, you know, type actor, but he has been, you know, there for comedic relief. And we saw him in Hung, uh, not Hunger Games, uh, <laughs> The Hangover, um, and, and a few other films. He found something else that he enjoyed, something else that he was passionate about. 
and he's pursued those things. And, 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 you know, even when his daughter died, he still bounced back from that. I can't imagine losing a child. And I'm sure that, you know, for any listeners out there who have, you know, you, you have our deepest um, sympathies. We can't imagine that. But guess what? You're still here. And you have to get back up. Never count yourself out. For people who have failed in life, failed business, failed this, failed marriage, failed that, it get back up. Do not count yourself out. Make a strong resolve to take the next best step. Well, I was actually thinking of just something that was beautiful that he said. Because, um, you know, life happens and, you know, stuff that is beyond your control, a lot of times it's just bringing you a lesson to elevate you to another level. Mm-hmm. And with his awareness, he was admitting at the beginning of that clip um, that it was a blessing. He was realizing it was a blessing. It was a chance for him to finally be still. So despite the fact of the circumstances bringing him to that point, um, he was realizing that it was an opportunity to try something new, to, to learn more about himself and appreciate what was happening around him at the time. You know, and I think when you, when, when you start to change your mindset, change your, your, your focus on what's occurring, it's easier to get back up because you're, you understand that there's some type of learning that can evolve you, mm-hmm. that can push you forth. Mm-hmm. And that's key, very key. And finally, here we are at number, th- we told you this is going to be a shorter episode. Uh, number one. Be confident in your talents. Yes. Be confident in your talents. Mike knew he was a badass fighter. And he knows that he has the chops to do funny stuff. Be confident in your talents. Don't second guess yourself. You have the abilities. Whatever it is. You're not really sure about your artwork. Be confident. Think about all the crazy looking artwork out there that is considered art. Some people may look at it, oh my gosh, that's not art. No, 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 no. You have to be confident in your talent. You want to sing? Be confident. Go get you a, a vocal coach. Do stuff like that. Do, do things to become better, but always be confident in your talents. Yeah, it's... You have talents, everyone does, whatever they may be. But if you downplay your talents, what use are they? They're not gonna grow, they're not gonna manifest into something greater and, and be able to, to show the world what you have to bring to the table, what you have to offer. So you have to bring the very best. And that doesn't, that doesn't take away from the fact that you need to grow your talents, you need to invest in them and, and, and refine whatever you're doing. Um, but just be confident in, in what you have and build upon it. Yep. Because you can be so much greater when you have that confidence behind you rather than low self-esteem. Exactly. And, the, and that is really the key is when you realize that you are good at something or many things, 
that's going to build your self-esteem. And, and, and it really takes you being self-confident in the talents that you have. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So do a quick rundown. Have fun and a sense of humor. Don't be afraid to laugh at yourself. Number four. The good, the bad, the ugly. Share it all. Vulnerability and authenticity. Number three. Have at least that one person or mentor that you fully trust as your guide. Number two. Get back up. Never count yourself out. And number one, be confident in your talents. Thanks, Mike. Uh, yeah, thanks, Mike. <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson, top five lessons. If you haven't seen that film, definitely check it out. That's Mike Tyson, Undisputed Truth. I believe it's on HBO Go, if you have HBO. Um, and then it's also on the internet. I'm sure you can see it there. Just do a Google search. Uh, it's a great film. It really is. It'll have you laughing, and, and some people it may even have you crying. Um, Mike, he, he just really lays it out. He really does. What are you grinning about? I'm just laughing at top, top five lessons. It's an earful. <laughs> okay. Get it? Earful. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. He talks about it in the film. Hush I up. know, I know. Uh, there is a ton of grown folks language in it. Um, so if you don't have a problem with that, then go for it. Watch it. And that is episode 29 in the books. This is the Conquer Life podcast with Trey and Autumn Hollis. And check out the website, treyandautumn.com. Uh, the final website relaunched again coming up in, let's see here, March 15th. And any other announcements? Sharing is caring. And Sharing if you have a comment. Caring. Yeah. If you have any okay. comments or also uh, iTunes. For the iTunes users, leave us a rating and a review, please. We really appreciate you. You'll get a shout out on a future episode. And uh, that's pretty much all we got. We out.